0: Well, are you ready? The Vancouver Canucks kick off the season against the Calgary Flames tonight at GM Place. Coming up next, we're going to talk to one of the team's biggest fans. It is a big night for Canucks fans. They host the uh, Calgary Flames in the first game of the regular season, and the man behind this will be watching.
1: Attention, attention. Ladies and gentlemen, madam and monsieur, please rise and remove your jukes. for the original Canucks podcast. This is your Canucks Outsider.
0: Well, there's the start of Dave Olson's show, the Canucks Outsider Podcast. I like that, Madam Amish. This is his, <laughs> his fourth season hosting the podcast. It's earned him some kudos from the Canucks, too. The hockey organization has a, a group of podcasters and bloggers that it recognizes as ultimate Canucks fans, and Dave is among them. He's in studio to give us his take on what to expect from the Canucks this year. Hey, Dave, Welcome. Hello, hello
1: Canucks fan.
0: Aren't I seeing you at SkyTrain stops now? You're becoming a star as a I, fan.
1: You know, its uh, I know those pictures of me are a little intimidating and the Canucks are probably going to want to draft me after seeing those muddy fists of fury. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> So you are the ultimate fan and how excited are you about the start of the season tonight?
1: Well, there's no doubt this summer has been one of the most difficult to get through as a Canucks fan. and uh, But uh, after seeing this preseason and getting to know some of these new players that have come in, I'm, getting a, I'm, I'm
0: feeling the buzz. Didn't make the playoffs last year.
1: Oh, tell me about it. I was down in Mexico with a case of gastroenteritis while the Canucks managed to draw up that last stretch of games. I got back just in time to see the last meaningless game. So it was a very, very bitter pill for me to swallow at the end of the season.
0: So in in the offseason, what are the changes that you see that you like? <clears throat> well, the
1: changes that I like, um, there's... I really like some of the new guys that have been brought in, and it was really tough to see some of our old favorites go, as well as Dave Nona's being swapped out. But the guy I'm really excited to see is one of the unheralded new pickups, and that's Ryan Johnson. He's a guy that's a shot blocker and a face-off winner. No one knows who he is. He's off everyone's radar, but he led the league in shots blocked last year. And something I'm always harping about, my podcast listeners will tell you, is about face-offs. Could we win a face-off already? And this guy, uh, Johnson, that's what he's coming to do. Aside from that, the thing I'm really excited about is a revived defensive core. Last year, that's what really killed us, uh, especially down the stretch, is all these weird injuries to defensemen. We have a healthy, no one's on the IR except for uh, one depth, depth defenseman. And uh, so we're looking strong going into the season on the back end because, let's face it, it's the defense and, and the best goalie in the world that are going to win it for us.
0: And, of course, er, midsummer whenever it was, it was uh-huh. the Sundine question, well, is he or oh, isn't geez. he? And will what they, head they head will head they head. have enough firepower? What, what do you think about that?
1: Well, I think finally for the first time in, a, in quite a few seasons in training camp, there was an opportunity for some of these young kids to come up and make their presence known and come in and show that they can uh, step up and score some goals. So there's going to be a little bit of scoring community. And I do have some concerns that we're a team with three second lines. Uh, but I think uh, rather than relying on some old standards, we're going to be seeing guys like Yannick Hansen and Mason Raymond, as well as uh, Pavel Dimitra and Steve Bernier, who are the other bigger name pickups, coming in. And, uh, and getting it done for us I'm, So I'm cautiously optimistic in classic Canadian fashion
0: That's what another uh, friend of mine Who's a huge fan of the Canucks He says it every year, I'm cautiously optimistic <laughs> Are you any more cautiously optimistic Than you were this time last year?
1: Well I'll say I'm more curious this year Last year and the last few years We've kind of known what to expect from the team And you know where we get our expectations up high and, But this year we don't really know what to expect It's a lot of who's that and what are this guys going to do So hopefully there'll be a little bit of uh, Some new fresh air in the team for sure It's kind of like a
0: blind date, isn't it? Well, it kind of is. You don't know what's going to
1: happen. And this first stretch of the season, you know, the schedule uh, after tonight's game, they're on the road for six games, which means a lot of 4 o'clock starts, which the Vancouver fans, unless you're uh, putting on your uh, recorder, you're not necessarily going to see. So this team's going to remain a little bit of an enigma for the first month, I think.
0: They also have some salary cap left over, don't they? Sure do. So could that be useful later in the year?
1: I, I absolutely think so. I think 20 games into the season, you're going to see a couple of the teams who stumble out of the gate, and they're going to sort of shift to that rebuilding mode. Uh, Gillis is uh, proving to be uh, was the reputation set of unconventional. Um, so if you can find some willing dance partners and some trades. Um, you know, I think you will do that, but I I'm not sure if the fans should be expecting the big splash. You know, after the Matt Sundin hoopla, which I'm honestly glad didn't work out. Um, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you should be expecting big names. I think you should be expecting more of these kind of niche role players that uh, Gillis really seems to
0: like. Do you want to say a few words about Luke Bourdon, who they're going to honor tonight? It's, it's a somber start to the season, but uh, how, do, how do you think that's going to affect affect the team?
1: Well. I think all these hockey players have a really tight bond together because they've all gone through and gone through all those bus rides and and committed themselves to that. And it was after a tough end of the season. It was absolute tragedy even for non-fans to see that happen. And it happens to to young men all over the time where they're out on a piece of equipment that they haven't been properly trained on. And it was just tragic to see that happen. I remember seeing Luke play for Team Canada at the World Championships a couple of years ago. The fans were just... In love with the kid already. He had the chance going, so to see his, uh, to know that we'll never see his big smile after uh, throwing a puck in the net again is is really tough. But we gotta, uh, we'll go through it tonight, and then I admire the Canucks for doing it right and getting it out of the way, and uh, and we'll just have to play for his memory.
0: Dave, great to have you here. I love your retro uh, shirt there, too, from the Canucks. I love the old stick and rink, man. I'm old school. I've been (laughs) here since the 70s. Dave Olson, the host of the Canucks Outsider Podcast. You can check it out at uh, www.hockeynw.com. And the season opener goes against the flames, 7.30 tonight at the garage. Or tune in tonight to CBC Television for Hockey Night in Canada.